guys. <laughs> we need to let go of the bondage of being general. You know, we cannot just say for 2021, I want to be successful. That's not going to fly. You want to be successful? How? Welcome, Welcome to, to Adults, Adults Uploading, Uploading, a wellness podcast for young adults still trying to figure it out. The content of this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, and is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological, psychiatric, or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified mental health providers for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or mental disorder. Hey everyone, so we're back with another episode and I'm Emma. I'm Marissa. Yeah, and we're here to talk to you about the psychology of goal setting. Yeah, so for those of you who are doing reflections and, you know, setting your New Year's resolutions and goals, right, we understand that, you know, given the fact that we're in the middle of a whole pandemic, Mm -hmm. it's easy to think back on some of the hits and misses that occurred last year. And, you know, with that reflection and that whole process, it brings up a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings like we need to, quote unquote, do better, which, you know, naturally leads us to say, well, I'm going to set some goals. I'm going to set some resolutions. And this is what I want for myself for the new year. Yeah, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Marissa. 80% of New Year's resolutions don't even make it past February, though. So this brings us to the question to set New Year's resolutions or not to set New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I think that's why so many people are kind of like, what's the point of it all? And I think what (laughs) happens is people just get so excited about the new year and we're getting so many messages that it's easy for us to feel like, okay, I I could do this. I could do this. Let me just set this this big grand goal and I know it's going to work out. Because, you know, we have the best intentions. Our our hearts are in the right place. Yeah, but but after what the last week in January, let's be honest, a lot of us just be leaving those resolutions in the dust, like... It's, It's above me now. But, like, on a serious note, why do we do this? Like, why? Boy, am I... Last week in January? Come on. Come on, we know like, we know like, you know, about like the 20 things looking kind of, kind of shaky already with them goals sometimes, but it's just like, we make these resolutions because we're just in the spirit of celebrating a new year. So we feeling mm-hmm. like it's a new beginning. So it's time is the time is now it's a new year. So let me just use this like moment in time to just set off all that change I just been sitting on for the past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, this is the year that I'm going to get this body. But do you know, do I know what this body looks like for me? Like, is it muscular? Is it slimmer? Is it thicker? Is it what? Do I even know what I need to do to get this body? How long is it even going to take me to get this body? Like, three months? One year? Three years? Like, what? 2,000 years later. And then on top of that, it's the question of whether this resolution is what we really and truly want and are we really committed to achieving it? So, you know, you're scrolling on Instagram, you see someone in a really nice bikini or bathing suit and it's just like, oh, yes, that's what I want. But when you close the app, are you are you still thinking about that? 
are you still thinking about, you know, this body that you want and this body that you feel like you need? Is it really something that you're committed to? Or is it something that you kind of just saw it in the moment to just kind of, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and just like that, it kind of just, just like, out. <laughs> so it's, it's a question of how committed are we to the things that we say that we want, you know, because after a while we're gonna of course we're gonna feel like there's no point of making or setting a resolution if we see that year after year we say we want these things and they kind of just fall by the wayside ain't nobody got time for that we want to give you the 411 you're not gonna be in the dark any longer <laughs> how you make and follow through on the outcomes that you want especially in the new year are heavily influenced by your goal setting process yeah. And goal setting is something that's, you know, just very personal and it mm -hmm. just allows us to kind of set a map where we want to go, where we're heading and what is the best pathway for us to get there. These goals play a role in how we see ourselves. You know, yeah. this is what, who, how we see our future selves. This is who we want to be, you know? So a person who is focused and goal oriented, they're more likely to have just a positive approach to their own lives and the way they go about things because they know, like they have a vision of what they want and where they see themselves. So it's easier to say, for example, I want to own my own business by the time I'm um, 35. Okay. And I want this business to be a salon. Mm -hmm. So if I know that I want to have a salon business by 35, it's easier for me to almost like, you know, see, kind of see the pathway and the things that I should probably do and look into to get there. And that's yeah. one of the positives of goal setting. So I think what's really exciting and inspiring about this whole process is that studies have shown that when we train our mind to think about what we want in life and we work towards achieving it like that salon, you know, the brain automatically rewires itself to acquire the ideal self-image. So to acquire what you really want and what you want to be. And it makes it an essential part of our, our identity. So if we achieve the goal, we achieve fulfillment. And if we don't, our brain keeps nudging us until we achieve it. So it's like, Go girl, you can get that salon. <laughs> ooh, ooh, isn't that something you need for your salon? Girl, go get that. Can I go get that? They go get that. You know, there's that nudge in the back of your mind. Or the front front, forefront of your mind. Yeah, because when you set goals, it's easier to almost like persevere when, you know, things get challenging versus when you kind of set these vague, like, yeah, I want to do this. When you, but you're not really committed. So when it kind of goes to the wayside, you can't like look back at pathway. Dr. Frank L. Small, he said that for a goal to really be effective, it has to be achievable. It has to be believable. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be committed to it. Right? That's the oh. at the end though. That's a major key right there. So yeah, so to set these goals, um, a gentleman named George T. Dorian created the SMART rule um, because these rules almost are like, you can use this to estimate how effective your goal is going to be because the, the using the SMART rule is really going to make sure like 
okay, I could take these off to know that my goal is very legitimate and this is going to give me the pathway and the tools to get where I want to go. So yeah. the S in the SMART rule is for specific. Guys, <laughs> we need to let go of the bondage of being general. You know, we cannot just say for 2021, I want to be successful. That's not going to fly, right? Because when you're general, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out like, okay, I want to be successful, but how do I do that? And how what does do it I... look like for you? Yeah, yeah. What does it even look like? Okay, you want to be successful, but what does that mean? And, and if you can articulate it, and if you can be specific, then how are other people um, supposed to even help you along the way if you're unsure of what it is that you see for yourself, you know? Yeah. You want your goals to be targeted to a specific area of achievement. So you want to be successful? How? In what? <laughs> In happy, is it happiness? Does success mean like you're going to have a healthy romantic relationship? Does it mean you're going to be more social this year? And you think that would lead to your happiness and success in being happy? Do you mean coin? Like <laughs> the bag? Like where the money resides? Like Marissa's saying? Like what? What does that mean for you? And, you know, if you don't know what it is, chances are you're not even going to achieve it. And as much as you try, and then you just end up being frustrated when you're like, oh gosh, didn't hit that goal again. Uh, maybe it's a me thing, but it's just, maybe you just need to tweak your goals a little bit. Take that pressure off yourself and that, I think that judgment, it's, let's make it more realistic guys. <laughs> so the next one is, you know, the M. So your goals have to be measurable. Like, how do you know you're achieving the goal? How do you know when you have achieved the goal? You know, you should be able to tell exactly when you've achieved your goal and you shouldn't have to guess. And so that means, you know, it has to be quantifiable. Like at this level or when I have this amount, I'll achieve it. And if it's money, pick a figure. How much money is it? Write it down. If it's a role, pick a qualitative attribute, such as when you get a new title at work, you'll get this promotion that you've been working towards. Making the goal measurable helps you to monitor the progress as you're executing your plans. In addition to making sure that it's measurable, the A is for attainable and achievable. Mm -hmm. So guys, I cannot write on my goals <laughs> list but I want a Porsche. Now, while this might come eventually in further years, but me and my bank account know that that's just not, that's not in the cards right now, okay? So your goals have to be suited to you and your current reality. So I'm not saying, I'm not here to dampen your dreams, but we also have to just be, you know, aware of what we can and can do and make sure that we aren't, you know, setting ourselves up to fail, right? Because it's not just about picking a goal because other people, that's just a thing right now. And that's just like what we see and what we think we should, right? It has to be something that actually suits you. So you have to be flexible and recognize that goals can't be like one size fits all. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm still thinking that some of my fellow Bahamians out there like, play that number and you'll get that pass, girl. Like, that's all that's running through my mind. But yeah, you're right. It has to be achievable or it, it would really help you if it's achievable. And then another one is the R. It has to be realistic. So goals need to be clear. They need to be practical. They need to be easy to identify. Like the steps towards achieving it need to be easy to identify. You know, the whole purpose of a SMART goal is not just for providing the goal, but also helping the person to execute it. And I think as an off, offside, like the more you're able to learn how to execute that goal, it helps you to be able to, the more you're able to execute other goals. And that sort of boosts your self-confidence too, you know, like, oh, I did that. I can do that again. Okay, check me out. Don't play with me, baby. I got it. Like, I can do this. So yeah, that helps a lot. I think it also just um, when you're able to, have people there mm-hmm. it's that whole accountability thing you yeah. know and it just gives you that next level of we you know we doubt ourselves right and it's like mm-hmm. it's so easy to get thrown off or feel like was this too much could we oh, really yeah. start a podcast you know all these different things <laughs> but it's just yeah. like when you when it is something that's realistic and it is in your grasp it's just very easy to see like, okay, I could do this. And other people are able to give you that accountability, like you could do this, right? Mm-hmm. And the final thing is the T. The T is time bounds. And guys, this is a very big one because let's take my Porsche example. I could write that down, you know, but when? When am I trying to achieve it? When do I want to have this dream car of a Porsche? Mm-hmm. I mean, not even a Porsche, maybe a Tesla. You know, <laughs> gotta be good for the environment. So yes, I want my dream car, but if I'm writing goals for the year, it's supposed to be things that I know I could achieve in a year. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is we have goals and we say like, yes, I want to do this, but because we don't give ourselves almost like a due date, it can go on and on and on and on. And when you don't have like that urgency of a do, we know, we know from in high school, we all know <laughs> when you get those like projects that's supposed to span the term and you think you have all the time in the world, what do we do with it? We slack. Wonder it. <laughs> Even though our teachers, they used to say, this is not something that you could do in one night or a week. You're going to see. You're going to see. Well, when, when at the beginning of the term, when we thought we had all the time in the world, we wasn't doing a thing. We wasn't doing anything. And then when it come down, right down to the due date, that's when we started like, okay, all right, it's time to, time to actually do this project. And that's just how goals are too. You know, we have yeah. to give ourselves a time frame as to when we want to execute this goal because it's like like what you say they put like some fire under you yeah 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 and i think too like so although you know we we might say like when we're in high school like i still doing this at the last minute <laughs> did you feel relaxed when you were doing that assignment or if if the electricity shut off because i just remember in grade eight the electricity was shutting off for three hours at a time like every day and if your assignment wasn't done then what you gonna do? And you can't say, oh, last night it shut off. 
Last because night. they're like, you got a whole month? What are you doing? So it's the same thing like with these goals. You can't just be saving up the money the last month of the year. I mean, maybe some of y'all can. I don't know. But like, or the last month, you just want to drop all this weight. Or the last week, let's say last week. Last week, you want to drop all this weight or gain all this weight or, and so on. And that like, sometimes it can, you can actually achieve these things, but is it healthy for you? Is it good for you? Is it good for your mental health is it good for your physical health is it good for your social life it's all of these things that you have to take in consideration when we don't give ourselves enough time to do things that's when we kind of almost self-sabotage in a way you know because yeah. it's like you say you feel you feel on edge that's why i don't like doing things last minute if i have the opportunity and i could just um say well this is things that i could like baby steps i could take to achieve this big yeah. goal then let me just take my time and do it that way. And it's easier to lay out like all the steps too, because you know what happens when you rush, you end up doing things in like maybe a way that's not, maybe not legit, or maybe it's not in a way that's going to ensure long lasting change. You know what I mean? That's it. The long lasting change. Yeah. You don't just want to hit your goal and then, okay, let's forget about it. Because I think sometimes <laughs> we forget, even with fitness goals, like, oh, I hit my goal. I'm good now. But then it's like, you have to continue though. Like, I don't know if they don't tell you, you need to continue to maintain those results, you know? Exactly. And so we have the, the SMART goals, right? So this was the like golden rule. This was the status quo for goal setting. But guess what? We can level up even more. We can make these goals smarter. Mm -hmm. So you have the E of the her, you know, the smarter. So that's your goal is evaluative, it's ethical. So the interventions and execution follow professional and personal ethics. So your goal is ethical too. You don't want to be like, oh, I want to get all this money for this course and low key, I'm in charge of the, the finances for all food stores and I'm taking one penny from each, I don't know, each area. And before I know it, I have like a million dollars. That literally was a thing before. But anyway. Embezzle! I didn't hurt it all. <laughs> yeah, so you want it to be ethical. Like, someone did that. But that was that. You want it to be ethical. And like, how do your goals even align with who you are as a person? Like, and who you want to be? Are they a good match for you and your values? You know, are they congruent? When you achieve, like, does this goal fit for you? Do you think it fits for you and who you who you want to continue to grow into as a person? And I'm not meaning like if you're doubting your abilities or anything. I'm just meaning um, so the way you live your lifestyle and how you might want to maybe enhance your lifestyle in the future. Will this goal work with that? And like if you're not willing to change that area or if you're only changing it slightly, will this goal work with that? Will this goal work with yeah, just your values and your ethics and your sense of morality or will it kind of make you feel like, oh, I don't like who I'm becoming or this just, this just ain't working for me. It might work for you because maybe you're more outgoing or you're more, um, more of a homebody or it just depends on who you are. And so that's why I think they're also very personal and individualized. Like one goal, the goal that somebody else has might not work for you. Or you all might have the same goal, but you have different routes to get there. So yeah, it just depends. 
And I think when you do do that, when you do match goals to your values, um, I think they mean more to you as well. Because it's yeah. not just me taking off like, okay, yeah, I did that. It's more like I'm becoming, a, I guess, a better person or you are, um, your identity is just more in line with who you want to be and you just feel good about yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you feel more loved or worth or I don't even fulfilled fulfilled yeah and I think I think worthy too you're like all of these aspects are like really coming together and they represent me and I'm proud of this because I also chose to be I chose these goals to represent me and I'm choosing who I want to become and how I carry myself and what my reputation is yeah that's yeah, that. I think that's a really good point, Marissa. And um, the R in the smarter mm-hmm. uh, gold is also rewarding. You know, mm-hmm. um, do these goals make you feel good? And it kind of goes back to also your personal values and some of the other things that yeah. we mentioned before. Are your goals something that is actually beneficial to you? You know, mm-hmm. or is it something that maybe someone else wants or someone else expects you to do, or it might not be aligned with your values. Because if it is, that it is truly beneficial. And when it happens, you know, you feel good. You feel yeah. happy. You, you could, you know, reap the benefits of the seeds that you sowed, you know? So it don't, don't hesitate to acknowledge and celebrate the gains that you make. And this is not just for the big end goal, right? Because I'm sure um, if you're doing goals for the year or if it's just for a certain, um, maybe like for six months, there's little baby steps that you have to take to get there. And those things you should find rewarding and you should celebrate as well because it's all a process, right? So yeah, yeah. you definitely want to make sure your goals are, are rewarding for you and you enjoy, you actually enjoy them as you you go about achieving them. Yeah, and then like, for what you said, like celebrating it, like, little little milestones that you know they add up in the end you just wait until the end let's say the end is nine months a year three years chances are you may feel like i'm not even doing anything like it's not working and it just leads you thinking the same like what's that measurable so it makes you think like huh am i even progressing like Mm -hmm. and then it could could lead you to like just quit when you're like you're really making moves like it doesn't seem like it right now but you are and um yeah so the whole rewarding thing like if it's not rewarding too that's a clue to you too like maybe I need to shift my goals and that just makes me think of it just makes sorry guys it's a little baby it makes me think of um you know sometimes parents really have the best interest for us and sometimes like let's say with schools. So sometimes if you're going to a certain university, if you're privileged enough to do that, sometimes um, parents or people around us say like, no, you need to be a lawyer. No, you need to be a doctor or an accountant and so on. And if it's not, if it's not rewarding for you, um, that may affect your success and your, your drive to even continue throughout that journey whether you're able to or not like it's not just about ability it's about is it rewarding for you do I want to do this do I have fulfillment doing this yeah and if the answer isn't 
yes. Ramara, you can change. You can change anything, you know. Like, you can change anything about your life. You can. You can. You have the power to do so. And there are many ways for you to do so. I think sometimes when we're in the thick of it, we don't see all the options that we have. But we have options. And sometimes it's easier to see that when you're, I guess, talking about these things to somebody else who's also not like so stressed about it like you are depressed about it or anxious about it so yeah and I think um I think using these smart goals um it it really helps to kind of give you the tools because it makes you think about things it makes you think about well what is it that I really want success in for example or when do I want to achieve these goals by? How will I know I achieve these goals? These things, it, it kind of gives you the tools that you need to achieve these goals. So yeah. we encourage you guys to come up with your own SMART goals. It's really up to you if you want to share them or not. You know, remember, mm-hmm. don't feel pressured. It's up to you. But just remember that, you know, making goals, it really does help with just understanding your sense of self, who you are, what you want to be. And we know that this is a big thing for us as we navigate this whole adulting thing. So we're at the end of today's episode. And we want to say thanks so much for listening. We see you and we appreciate you. You can keep up with us on Instagram at Adulted Loading Podcast for the latest updates. See you next time. Later!